podcast about that time, you already know. Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show. John Tanner, Ryan Rogers, DJ Jeremiah. We bringing the heat, man, it's drunk, be fire like, bruh. We in the field, we in the field, bruh. We in the field, we in the field. Just put it in work, we raising the bar. Tuned into the track stars. Hey, yo, what's cracking? It's your man LaCrae, aka Crazy Crayola, the bond servant. Right now, you listening to the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, and Jeremiah. I see you, boy. Hold it down. Yeah. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. was good? All right, this segment is sponsored by Flavor Fest 2021, y'all. It's going down in less than 30 days, actually. Did y'all realize that? Less than 30 days, we'll be at Flavor Fest. And Track Stars this year, we're going to be helping out with the beat battle, uh, with the Battle of the Elements. Uh, we have co-written an article for the Flavor Fest Soul Mag edition, and we also will be teaching our own workshop. So make sure you come out and spend some time with us, man. Just let's kick it. Let's let's see each other. It's been what I haven't seen Jeremiah in almost it's a year and a half, mm. and uh, so you know, looking forward to seeing everybody again. So make sure you get out to Flavor Fest, Tampa, Florida. Tickets are still available, so go to flavorfest.org today and get yours all right all right so everybody uh please uh pray for jekka soul she was supposed to be on with us this morning somebody in her family passed away so um pray for her pray for everybody man i I feel like there's been so many Mm -hmm. um pieces of bad news um that have come out over the last month now um covid is dragging on that's getting annoying um yeah there's just a lot of just stuff attacking the track stars team in general um so yeah. just pray for us it's hard to get up here every saturday and do this with you guys so um just pray that we can keep you know everybody in our family safe yeah 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 i i want to especially um just you know say a quick um prayer for everybody who is remembering what this day means to us Mm-hmm. September 11th and you know where you were what you were doing um, the people that were affected uh, last night I watched something it was really good y'all but it was it was tearing me up it was called the heroes of 9-11 mm. uh, it was the it was the profile on the passengers and the flight attendants that took over the last plane that went down uh, right outside of West Virginia and Pennsylvania yeah and uh man the heroism of those of those families and the fact that they left behind so much man like uh one guy was actually a pilot his wife was a flight attendant they saw each other in the airport and he was like don't get on the plane and she was just like no nah, you know I'm just going to do this quick trip he was like no let's just go home and enjoy the weather and take the kids out you know let's just go do something let's go you know call in sick just don't go on the plane and she was like, no, I'm going to do this one trip and I'll be back home tomorrow. I'll see you guys tomorrow wow. and didn't make it home. The next call they had on the phone was, uh, you know, hey, terrorists have taken over the plane and me and some of the passengers are getting ready to uh, storm the cockpit and try to, you know, take over the plane. So very sad stuff, man. So make sure you remember all the families that have uh, lost someone or were affected by 9-11 today. You know, what's so funny about um uh, I know we didn't talk about it, but but it, I always think about is a pre going to the airport 9-11 and a post going to the airport 9-11. And it's like like some like some people's kids will never understand how you could. We used to walk straight to the gate and like 
You can walk. You can you can go like all this other place. Or all honestly, you could literally walk up to like if you had a small child and you was flying them somewhere by themselves or they was going, you could literally walk up to the gate. Like you can't even do that no more if you don't got no pad. Like it was like yeah. our freedoms was really taken away that day too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, man. A lot of change since 9/11, and and God bless anybody who lost somebody and. You know, still feeling that pain, you know what I mean, 20 years later, you know what I mean? It's real out here, man. So prayers up to, to them and then also prayers up to the city of New York, man, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Have y'all watched that documentary on Netflix yet? No. It's called I... Turning Point, um, the uh, the war on terror in 9-11. It was, it was crazy, y'all. Like, you got to watch that. You see that oh, joint, wow. you're like, okay. It answers a lot of questions, yeah. but it also makes you feel like, man... You think it was a go ahead. <laughs> it was not. It was not conspiracy. It was not conspiracy. This is all factual information that presented. None of it was conspiracy. It was oh, all okay. factual information. Okay. But I know Sean didn't want to go this way, so that's all I'm trying to get back to. Nah, nah. I mean, I'm not making this a topic. I'm just saying, like, y'all need to watch that. No, gotcha. I mean, we, we can. I mean, I. I saw some. Mm. I saw some posts um, about it earlier today. So I know a lot of people are. Um, uh thinking about it um so yeah like so jeremiah asked this earlier before we started what do you remember from that day because the world Mm. did change so what do you remember what were you doing that day so for me it was uh i was at clark atlanta university and we were having our convocation that morning so we all were on the lawn having our convocation and i want to say we had just gotten through our school's uh uh, our school's anthem which is um uh lift every voice um and so we finished that up and then phones just started going crazy and i started seeing people crying and i was like what's going on and i didn't know so my sister called me and i still was like okay she was like she was like um planes just flew into the world world trade center and i'm like oh okay and i was like dang that's messed up she was like it's a terrorist attack and i'm like oh okay all right she was like ryan get home go home right now i'll see you at home and i was like okay because me and my sister we went to the same school and she had uh, not come to class yet because she had a later schedule than me. So she was like, get home. And I'm like, yeah, OK, I- I- I'll get home. It was crazy because I didn't know what was going on. Like, yeah. to be honest with you, this is going to make me sound ignorant. But I mean, it's going to make me sound ignorant, but it's also going to show you the grace of God. Um, before 9-11, I had no idea about terrorism. No idea about it. Didn't know anything was happening around the world. None. Of, I was shielded from it. You you didn't know about Desert Storm in like ninety two. I knew like about it, war. I no, but what I'm war, saying is like like, like 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 that was almost like like what well, I mean Al Qaeda and all that other stuff was kind of like a stem from Desert Storm. So that's why I'm like you don't remember that. And Bro, I keep forgetting I'm older than all heard, y'all too. I had never heard of the Taliban, Al Qaeda, uh, none of it until nine eleven. Like, but in nine eleven, when I can, I tell you this on nine eleven, I watched the TV probably forty eight hours straight. I was so engulfed in what was happening in our wow. world. I, I I had to know every single thing about it. I had to know the, the terrorists, what country they came from, what caused it. But this documentary on Netflix answered a lot of questions for me. <laughs> I, I was at um I was in college I was at Full Sail, Full Sail alum yay, um I was I was in class 
they canceled class. And um, I remember going to the store. I was with a guy. He was into Christian rock. He was like, man, you got to pick up P.O.D. So I picked up the P.O.D. album, the one with Alive on it. And um, we are, we are youth of a nation. And it just, and like I said, it just reminded me of that, like that time of my life where I was, you know what I mean? And just thinking like, man, this is different. Like, you, you, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, you always watch like, um, like Jerusalem or like on the news show, like terrorist attack in Jerusalem or terrorist attack around the world, but it never hit America. You know what I'm saying? You always have what you call national terrorism, which is like, um, some people say white supremacy or you know what I mean? People blowing up churches yeah, or stuff yeah. like that, domestic terrorism. But you never heard about like somebody saying, hey, I'm gonna be bold enough to take it to them. And like they did, and it was real unreal. And like, I know people who lost people or lost a family member in one of those towers or, you know what I mean? And just how, man, it just was unreal, bro. Like I, like I said, yeah. it's just, it's just one that changed America. And I think like somebody said in the comments, like we were united. We were united we for were, a good whoa, month. We were so united. Bro. It was like America. It was like, it was like you weren't black. You wasn't white. You wasn't Hispanic. You was an American. And if you yeah. was, yeah. And it was just like, we didn't, we didn't care about none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was almost yeah. like racism was like, I'm going to yeah, chill out real quick. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm yeah. going to my room. I'll be back like in a month or so, but I, 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 yeah. I'm going to chill out for a second. And it just felt like you were America. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you remember and, when the you remember when the gangs paused to uh, honor George Floyd? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. have any like any yeah, beef yeah, going tension. on. That's yeah. exactly what it felt like. Yeah. It was like yeah. there was no beef in America. Like if you were bold enough to steal like during that time or getting any kind of trouble, you were like the the lowest of the low. Yeah. <laughs> if you it purposely was, went out and tried to like take advantage of that. Yeah. But it just, it just remember. And then you always start seeing people with American flags all over their cars, like mm -hmm. from the hood to the suburb, like American flag, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, because it was like, yeah. we got attacked and we didn't know what it was. And then honestly, like George Bush, mm -hmm. that was his first term in office after all the melee of the first president. That was my first time I ever voted to in that election. And my I remember team, yeah. that whole, that whole going back and forth of, he stole the election, blah, blah, blah. And then you could just yeah. see his face when they told him that and he was with some, a bunch of kids and he was reading yeah. books and then they looked at it and his face looked like, I like, yo, it's about to go, it's go time. You know what I mean? Thaddeus you know what it felt? Thaddeus has a good point though. We can't ignore. This was uniting for everybody that didn't have um, That's true. a Middle Eastern That's true. sounding name. That's oh true. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, was true. united against a certain type of person. Yeah. So those people didn't feel yeah. like in in this united feeling right yeah they that's felt, true they felt like the enemy yeah um, yeah so if you had a name or you looked a certain way they were treated like trash i remember that clearly yeah that's true no that's, that's true. true that's true you're right yeah. you're right i do remember that i mean um and then there was a lot of folks terrified of certain things you know at going going forward from that point you know i wish we had watched this movie um uh it's called worth have y'all have y'all heard about that movie no, no, I'm never heard of Worth. That. So Worth, Worth is actually a movie that dissects how the families were compensated during 9-11. They had this whole algorithm of if your family member did this, your family member was worth this much. If your family member had done this, your family member was worth that much. Like they had like points. And so for the number of points that you have now, I haven't seen the movie. I read the description and uh, I talked about it with my wife. But for the points that you had in your life, like uh, whether or not you were, uh, um, um, you know, 
connected to organizations and stuff like that, you got more money. So the families were compensated. And I thought that was a that was hurtful. I just the thought of it. I need to watch the movie, but that was really hurtful to think that you could put a price on somebody's family member versus another person, like somebody who was working in the towers versus somebody who, you know, worked in the worked for the tower. You know what I'm saying? Like that just to me was crazy. So I feel like um we should definitely watch that and dissect that movie. Um, Kenneth said, how did 9-11 create stereotypes? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, Oh, my goodness. You know, the one thing oh. I heard that I thought was terrible what? was towel heads. Well, here's towel the thing. We, we, we're so fortunate to have people that was born, that watch our show, was born after 9-11. So they don't know. They were like kids or they were like babies. So we got to explain to them like with that that question because i think that's a very good question because you're saying like even from what me and ryan was talking about earlier being so together as americans but then with um what kenneth said i, I mean i mean what thaddeus i think said about the the, the islamic names people were getting yeah like her or not it's almost the same thing with this whole with the whole um COVID, you know what i mean with with, with um with, with Chinese people or people attacking Chinese people because they think, you know, it came from them and all, all that, all the stuff, the COVID stuff. So yeah. I think back then it was, if you did look like, I know, I know for a fact, I've seen people side out people when you get on planes with somebody with a, a hijab or, or, or some type of like, um, someone they heads, you know what I mean? People were like, yeah. Oh, scared or like, yo, looking at them crazy. You know what I'm saying? So and looking at it like you was a terrorist, you know? So, that that's what the stereotypes was. It was it, it, it the focus got off of like like everybody else, and it was basically on people from um, Arabian or Arabic descent. Yeah, but you know, unfortunately, Jeremiah, that's our ignorance. Yeah, our ignorance is that yeah. so many of us yeah went to that it went to that right like so yeah. many of us went to all right, this don't feel right. You know, you get on a plane and or you're in the airport and you're like, okay, let me just be, are you being cautious? Are you being racist? Are you being prejudiced? Like, what are you doing at that moment that you start having those thoughts? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, 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 it's bad. But I honestly think that um, any race could have been blamed that day. You know what mm. I mean? Like, maybe, maybe not as, I was thinking about um, domestic terrorism. Um, Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. The Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. Um, they it, it could have easily gone a different way had it been, you know, more of a of a if he had been more defined. Right. Like what if he was a? I mean, like what if you started looking at all white men with bald heads that look like they weren't eye, yeah. like looking you at I like eyeing you in the eyes, like looking, yeah. uh, making eye contact. Then you'd be like, "Is this another Timothy McVeigh?" Like you know, you just have that yeah. thought. Or Dylan and it's Roof, just unfortunate that for you. yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate that you have people who will, who jump to that that mindset and and you know automatically think that okay, I'm in a bad situation. What's so funny about a lot of these situations? They're connected in the '90s, like Timothy. You're talking about Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. His was connected to Waco. He was at Waco. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then also, yeah. 9-11 was connected to a bombing that happened in the World Trade, like around 94, 90, 93, yeah, 93, 94. 94. That's why on the, on Juicy, Biggie said, blow up like the World Trade. Like, yeah. at that time, they was trying to do it then, like yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day. You know what I'm saying? So for 9-11 was like the pre, like, that was the post, like, okay, this is what, we can't use cars, basically, because I think that, that first time was about a van or a car trying to blow up the world trade and then the, yeah. and then of course the second was 9-11 with airplanes 
So if you watch this documentary, all that's covered in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it's it's just a, it's a it's a real situation, man. And just to think about it, like wow, I, I didn't ever think about that when you saying we talking about America's coming together, and then people still being discriminative. I, I didn't like you think about it, but you didn't really think about it at the time because yeah, yeah. it's like, yo, we're yeah. Americans, like. We going through this, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. and honestly, every race was in those towers. Like it wasn't no just an all black exactly. tower, all white tower. It was like no, it was all man. It's so, it's so sad. I've seen stuff before on on 9/11, but it was I remember seeing on the news a picture and it was a gate and it had everybody that was missing on this gate of a picture and it was their I saw picture that. on top of that. And it was all races. Like it didn't yeah. matter. It was black, white, that. Hispanic. Um, Arabic. It was all type of races on this on this gate, looking for family members and, and friends, looking for their people that they missed, that they didn't know yeah. if they was dead or just missing. Yeah, nine eleven was man. I, that that's something, man. That if if you like, it was a shell shock for our country, bro. Like real yeah. talk, a shell shock. Yeah, it, it really was. Um, at- since then, not not just the stereotyping, but a lot of conspiracies have, have been born since then. Yeah. A lot of distrust of the government, a lot of fear of other. Um, it, it was it really was a turning point um, in in what's causing a lot of what we're seeing now in politics. It, it, yeah. it was the beginning yeah. of, you know, people blaming people for the big money war in Iraq, war in mm-hmm. Afghanistan. We're still dealing with the remnants of the war in Afghanistan today. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been a spiral ever since then. I think it really shocked America that we were that vulnerable. And yeah. ever since then, people have been blaming everybody, blaming uh, Muslims, blaming, uh, you know, people from other countries. Oh, they, they can get in through the border or, um, you know, whatever. Everybody's blaming everybody for this feeling of fear and unsettled unsettledness that that has existed since then. You know, so, yeah, it was definitely a big, big moment. Yeah, and then some like somebody uh, BC just said like Y2K was just right like around that time too. Mm-hmm. I, y'all don't even know what that is. Some of y'all like, Y2K was like <laughs> the world was going to end on the year January first, two thousand, because the computers was going to shut down and everything, and and then nothing happened. Like you know, we was we was I remember just being waiting at the house like, oh, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden, because uh, overseas is ahead of us. Nothing happened over there. They were just celebrating, and I remember that. Like, oh, it's not okay. So we good. Like, like ain't nothing gonna go down. Happen. You know what? I want to say that I don't believe in a lot of conspiracies, but when I watch them, I be like, oh, let me think about this for a little minute, right? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I watched one on nine eleven, and I was like, it was called like it was conspiracies like nine eleven conspiracies you know the moon landing and all that kind of stuff that stuff will bait you man it will yeah. get you hooked and then you got to kind of like figure out for yourself like okay i don't believe that this happened right like um the one for nine eleven was that the u.s fired a missile into the pentagon it wasn't a plane um the other one was, you know, you could see the words on the side of the plane and it said U.S. military um, on the side of the plane. So it's just like photoshops <laughs> and deep fakes, all that kind of stuff. But 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 you're right. That was the beginning of the um, InfoWars generation. Yeah. The conspiracy yeah. theory generation. Yeah. Um, that it, it was so confusing and so um, unbelievable that something that can happen. That all of these like alternate, you know, 
theories just start popping up because people are like, how could this happen? How could this happen? Yeah. And in when there's a vacuum of evidence or, or, or information, people just start making up stuff. They start going off yeah. what they feel could have happened. And and when, when you're just at your home on your computer, what you feel could have happened is just as valid to you as what somebody told you. Because you don't believe yeah. the government. You don't believe anybody else now. So your imagination is, in your mind, just as valid as the truth. I got two things. DJ Deuce, back then computers wasn't like what they are today, bro. Like literally websites were starting to go. Like websites was, we were in a slow, dial up was a website. Like that was, it took almost 30 minutes to get to a website, sir. So it wasn't like just computer programs were like, yo. Cause the computer programmers was like, I don't know. We don't know. Like we clueless too. We don't know, we had headline, we had like national Intel security, like yo, this Y2K bug was going to happen. And we didn't know. So, but then also another thing too about conspiracies, I think a lot of that stuff started happening in the early 90s um, when they started having a lot of militia groups. Those militia groups yeah. were anti-government heavy. So those militia groups started manifesting themselves to like, hey, don't trust the government. The government know this is going on. The government know this. So it's like those things kind of like led up to it. And then all, all of a sudden when you hear these 9 11s conspiracies like hey we did that to ourselves so we're gonna get that oil and it's like oh snap okay yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's like it, it, the 90s view a lot of stuff I'm, I'm actually watching this thing on bites about that uh, um dark side of the 90s and they just talking about stuff happened in the 90s that was like good that people thought was great but it was really bad and stuff like that so stuff like man um, it, it's been real man I'm telling you, man. Watch, watch Turning Point. You'll understand. You'll start to understand stuff, and then you. It also make you mad too, because you you realize that all the weapons that these uh, other countries are using against us are weapons we supplied them with to fight the Soviets. Yeah. And yeah. we left them. We left them in their hands. Like, hey, the war is over. Y'all good? Hey, if they come back, hold on to this stockpile. Yeah, that's a good point. Nobody ever said. Uh, and, that, and that was the Don't 80s. Use it against us. This, <laughs> yeah, that was the 80s. Is this a conspiracy laden video, Ron? No, it's not. All facts. None of it's conspiracy. No, no, he's right because during the Cold yeah, War, no, no, Cold War, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a fact. I'm asking yeah. is the video a, a conspiracy video? What video? The one you're talking about. The the turning point. Yeah. No, the documentary. Yeah, but these a lot of documentaries are conspiracy. No, yeah. this is this is all facts. They have like they have um cabinet members from that time. They have uh generals. They have they have everybody who who you think would be a credible source to speak on these different things that happen. Okay. You know, so first uh first responders, um family members of first responders, uh you know, it's 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 a lot of factual information in there. I think the part that the part that you're going to get to where you're like really opens your eyes is to see what we did to retaliate after 9-11 and how we treated people going forward. Like it was it was crazy. Yeah, um, it was really crazy. Guantanamo Bay. You know what I'm saying? That right. That's what, what that's in there. That yeah, whole Guantanamo Bay situation. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't I knew a little bit about it, but this gave me a lot more oh, information on it. I kind of wish Mike Sarge was on with us because I would ask him this, but like. When you go to other prisons as a prisoner of war, they torture you. Like other countries, they like, they want that information, so they're going to torture you. So I'm thinking like for us, it was like, we need this information. So is it is wrong to do what we're doing? But at the same time, war tactics are war tactics, right? So 
they allow they they would not allow the 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 the, the people that they um that they felt were connected to 9/11. Yeah. They did not allow them to um utilize the Geneva Convention. Okay. And the G- Geneva Convention was signed so that we would not be able to um interrogate, harm or torture certain individuals on a domestic level or mm. in a at a time of war, right? But they were basically saying that these guys were a part of a terrorist cell, we believe, so they get no kind of love, like nothing. So they were like hands all hands on deck, do whatever you want to do to them. I mean, stuff that I heard on that documentary, if they really did that to some folks, man, it's... All of it was waterboarding, where it's like you put your shirt on and you're trying to breathe so, and it's tight and the water keep coming on your face. So, but, uh, so just to... Because we're going off on something else. Um, yeah. <laughs> where, where Did you tell where you were, uh, Jeremiah? Yeah, yeah, I told him. So yeah. I, was, um, I was in college... Um, it was, I can't remember, what was the class about? I remember the room. I remember exactly what it looks like. And um, Sean, we're just going to leave this up right here? Like, I'm just the yeah. oldest. Um, <laughs> I remember exactly what the room looks like. <laughs> and, uh, no, but seriously, like, I, I remember the, the somebody said something, you know, hit the building or whatever. So um, our teacher turned the TV on in the classroom. And then just throughout the, it was like, it was a couple of hours in between planes. So yeah. people were like, this is weird. Like, you know, why, why would it, they thought it was just like a prop plane. They didn't know it was like yeah. a plane plane. And then when the second one hit, then it was like, okay, go home. You know, like that's when it, everybody got super yeah. serious. It was before yeah. the towers fell and all that. It was just like, yeah, go home, go find your families. This is serious. It felt at, I don't think people, if you weren't alive at that time, it didn't just feel like somebody hit the tower. It felt like the whole country was getting attacked. Yeah, it wasn't just the towers. It was the plane that went down in the Pentagon. It uh, mm-hmm. hit the Pentagon. It was the plane that went down in Philadelphia or wherever. It was like multiple. So we didn't know how many more. Were yeah. There. Yeah. And this felt like war was going to start. Yeah. Like yeah. Was waging war. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was a scary time, man. So um, just just remember all the people who, who um, lost people in the towers. Yeah. yeah. Remember all the people who survived and are still dealing with the trauma. Um health yeah. issues from all the the dust and stuff that yeah. they had to breathe in yeah um yeah th- this this was a major major moment in our history and people are still recovering from it so you, you know what was interesting that they pointed out in the documentary and i didn't really i didn't really think about it until i was like oh yeah back in that time you know what that was true they talked about how nobody knew if another attack was coming so you were trying to avoid every airport Every large gathering, every uh, everywhere, like you were just trying to avoid that. Um, so it, it's it's at that point. It was we were at that point where the only place you felt self was inside your house because yeah. you knew your house wasn't wired up for a bomb. Like I, I know I'm good right here, but everywhere else was like, do I go out? Like it was almost kind of like the pandemic. Like, do I go out right now? Am I am I afraid to, you know, go into a grocery store, go to a sporting event, go to a concert? You know, so it's like that mindset. It still lingers on with a lot of people who yeah. who dealt with that trauma. You're right. So uh, keep everybody um, <laughs> in your prayers. Uh, people that are still dealing with this. Let's get back into it, man. Um, we got more to come. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantan, and DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey, guys. This is Miracle from Track Stars. I wanted to make sure you guys know all about the official Track Stars universe. So if you'd like a free Track Stars t-shirt, 
yes, as well as free merch, discounts, and exclusive content, and of course, direct access to your favorite radio host, then this is for you. Make sure you go to trackstars.com forward slash official. That's trackstars.com forward slash official. I just put the wave on set, had to put a hold on it, they just wanna ride my way, had to learn to beat that, why they got a car like this, I know what they want, I'm here, people wanna slide on slide, I just had to hit that quick, had to put the wave on set, had to put a hold on it, they just wanna ride my way. Never kept a rag with the wave on swim. Had to change states, no deal. Brother had iron, so I never had to steal. Never could crack, no sale. I was busy in the kitchen trying to find a way to mail. kind of get me in a civic, I could promise you it's ill. You ain't got to act cause the way don't spill. I ain't want to take that call. I couldn't let us take that far. She ain't want nothing but to pet that dog. Tried to cut her off, but she emailed mom. What? I ain't want to give her that link. Tell her what I thought about the link. If it ain't my brother, I don't care about a speech. Talking to my God while I'm copping the Supreme. I just put the wave on set. Had to put a hold on it. They just wanna ride my way. Had to learn to beat that. Why they got a car like this? I know what they want up here. People wanna slide on slay. I just had to hit that quick. Had to put the wave on set. Had to put a hold on it. They just wanna ride my way. Too many gangs, so don't make assumptions. Word on my water, she had it coming. Say you want mama, then while I'm running. Devil's a liar, I know he cunning. Waving my wand, now we up to something. Caught in this habit of hopeless hunching. I'm like, sure how I feel for Vanessa Hutchins. We pieced it up through a couple Dutchess. Play some difficult box throughout our discussion. Then we go get it all like it's nothing. And then later you texting me back, it's busting. These little gangs we play so disgusting. You can do better than me, I trust you. I put your heart on a couple crutches. That had carried us both into some combustion. Out on two different paths with no instruction. Yeah, I just put the wave on set. Had to put a hold on it. They just wanna ride my way. Had to learn to beat that. Why they got a car like this? I know what they want up here. People wanna slide on slide. I just had to hit that quick. Had to put the wave on set. Had to put a hold on it. They just wanna ride my way.
This is Moly the Iceberg. Tribe is on the move. You're now tuned in to Trap Stars. It's time for the Entertainment Report with Jeremiah. All right, man. Entertainment Report time. Let's get it going. All right, man. First off, we have a few RIPs we need to highlight, man. Uh, first off, RIP to Michael K. Williamson, the actor best known for his role in The Wire and um, Lovecraft Country, um, um, F is for Family, all on HBO. Um, he actually did something recently with um, um, the DMX thing when he came out on in BET and um, highlighted DMX, um, did like a tribute. So um, he was 54. They said, they're saying they found drug paraphernalia near his body. Um, yeah. So, you know, the investigation is going on. The police is actually looking for his drug, the drug dealer that I guess gave him the drug. So they're saying it's an overdose. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. His sister did say our family has been shaken to the core for this loss of um, of our mic. Thank you to everyone who contacted us, um, flooded us with love and more importantly, prayers. I will miss my brother, my best friend and birthday partner in this, in this round. But I know he will continue to watch over me and our family in the heaven as he did on earth. And then um, also it was a reporting of a 2017 interview with the New York Times that came out where he talked about struggling with substance abuse. He said, addiction doesn't go away. It's an everyday struggle for me, but I'm fighting. So, man. And um, and then also another thing was a couple, a couple of days ago, I, I think um, our guy Ron G was talking about a comedian that yeah. died of kind of the same thing. So yeah. mm. I, I think and they're saying there's a, a drug thing going on where it's not your regular type of cocaine or it's, it's fentanyl mixed in it and it's just a very bad dose and um yeah man so pray for people man it's, it's a lot going on um also another rip um happened a few weeks ago we kind of missed out on it i just want to give a sh- um, shout out to soup the chemist um one of the our ogs in this um christian rap thing um yeah. he lost one of his group members of sfcqp um, was his right hand man, man. So, and they were just honored at that mic drop uh, movie premiere, the, the documentary about old school Christian yeah. hip hop that that's been circulating. I think I, I don't know. It's it, it may be coming to Netflix soon, but um, um, prayers up to Soup the Chemist and QP's family, man. Um, SFC was a big group back in the '90s, doing their thing, um, representing the banner, man. So um, prayers up for his family as well, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, man. Another thing, man. Our guy Rick Sincere is doing something that needs our help, and we are helping out with it. Um, his hometown, Laplace, um, um, Louisiana, was hit hard by Hurricane Ida. Homes were oh, wow. lost, residents are displaced, gas is scarce, and hotels are booked up for miles, and resident residents are struggling without power and water in some homes. The New Wine Christian Fellowship serves the Laplace community during these times by acting as a shelter for those affected by Hurricane Ida. There's a GoFundMe that is set for, I think it was it's set up now. I think it was a, a thousand was the goal. It was now yeah. at, um, last time I checked was 475. So if you can go donate to that, please go donate and continue to pray for the um, Laplace and other cities affected by Hurricane Ida. I mean, if you've seen the devastation, man, Hurricane Ida was like, it did, yeah. wow. And it was like the anniversary of um, Katrina. Katrina. Yeah. So man, yeah. prayers up to that, man. And like I said, um, um, if you want to donate, go follow Rick Sincere. He has the um, post to GoFundMe up that you can go donate to. You know what I mean? So please um, help them out. All right, man. Last story of today. Andy Minio tour dates has been postponed because of COVID. 
Andy stated on IG that the tour um, is postponing a large number of tour stops to the fall of 2022 due to the health concerns caused of COVID Delta. But there were nine cities that the, the tour will hit. Orlando, Orlando, Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, Phoenix, Bakersfield, um, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Denver. So he talked about this on his um, IG page if you want to go check it out. Um, if you're in those areas and you still want to go check the tour out, please go um, to, I believe, andyminio.com or go to his um, social media and he'd get more results there. All right. Coppet section this week. Of course, Andy Minio's Neverland 2 pre-order. Go help him out with those pre-order sales. YB, no warnings. Serious voice. Dope, dope female rapper in this game. Serious voice. Beautiful. Aylin Ashan, Chapter 2. KB is back with Worship in the Mosh Pit single. Andy, again, where he has a new single off the project, Nobody's Coming single. Big Breeze, stamp that single. Truther, out the struggle singles. SO, Stop the Rain single. Koi Rise, I Might Not Be Breathing single. And I got Ray Knowledge, Savantry single. All right. And if you want to hear some dope Christian rap, um, a good playlist to follow is our playlist, the Milk playlist. You know what I mean? Go follow that joint. You go listen up. It's every, updated every week. Same thing with our Christian R&B playlist, Feel Good playlist. Go, if you're into um, R&B music and want something, something a little bit more positive to listen to, check that out. Feel Good playlist, all right? And that's it for me, man. You got anything, Ryan? No, I'm good, man. Good. Okay, cool. All right, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Scout six. Hey sis. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Status report. I've been scouting the city and, and to be honest with you, sis, I'm tired. It's looking rough. We can't do this one alone. We gonna need God for this one. We still expect to take the city. We move out at dawn. Pay yourself. We gon' do the lap, stay anonymous. And we like Andalay if they under us. Now we don't wanna slap, we gon' take the whole lot. Yeah, you ain't got no time to respond to us. Now we go seven rounds, seven rounds, seven rounds, seven rounds. We go seven rounds, seven rounds, seven rounds, seven Seven rounds, seven rounds, seven. We go 
seven. Step around, knock out. Everybody wanna come pop out. Wanna see you just got stomped out. Fresh out of step out of God's house. Gotta get the devil out of my house. Seeing that his fans get tossed out. Automatic. Champion Belder, we thought he had it. Global for Congress, I'm on a ballot. You pull up my card, then it's holographic. Higher out gold, man, if I get harder. I don't wanna pass it down to my daughter. All for this head, like scissor hand barber. Temptation, come again, get slaughtered. Score cards up, we won again. Three, two, one, don't come again. Oh, you thought I run again. No, not me, not one of them. Me and Salachi, we in a party. Real reminiscent, the glow on my body. No one can stop me, don't wanna box me. I come equipped with invisible armies. We gon' do the left, stay anonymous. And we like Andalay, if they under us.
listening to The Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now you're in the field with The Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous. Sean Tanner. DJ Jeremiah. Right now you're listening to The Track Stars. You know what time it is. Track Stars Music Artist, and you are in the field with the family Track Stars Radio. Beef. We got respect for y'all, yeah. but respect the grind, baby. Respect the grind. I gotta go get the. I gotta get the flex bombs today. Respect the grind. It's your girl Angie Rose, and you're in the field with the Track Stars. All right, back in the field with the Track Stars. Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, for all things Track Stars, make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com. Follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and download the app. All right, so there's been a lot of turnover in Christendom. Um, people coming into the faith, people leaving the faith. Um, yeah. And it's interesting that the people that I've been hearing that are coming into the faith are the people most Christians despise and talk down about. And the people leaving yeah. are the ones that Christians love the most. What's going on here? So I wanted to kind of um, kind of talk about what's going on. Like, uh, is what's God doing? Is the conversions that we're seeing real? Um, are the people that are leaving really gone? Do they have a point? Like, what's what's happening right now? Because there's some stuff is going on. All right. Yes. 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 So let's do this. Um, have y'all heard y'all heard about this Kodak thing? I just saw it uh, recently, so I'm almost uh, reacting yeah. to it because I, I barely saw it. Um, let's watch this and just just what do you feel about what's going on? Um, and do you think something's happening or is this just whatever? All right, let's try this. Yeah. Yes, sir. Hallelujah, Wade. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. We just want to thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. We just want to thank you for the special moment right now, Father. Father God, we know that you have died for everybody on the cross, oh God. We know that you have shed your blood on the shed of Calvary. There is no sin, there is no guilt in combination for those who are in Christ Jesus. And I'm asking you right now, Father God, I know that you have a plan and a great destiny in the future for each and everybody that is here, oh God. And right now, I declare right now, Father God, that Lord, I, God, I pray for his mind, oh God. I pray for his mental health. I pray for anything, oh God, that's may trying to 
come against someone in any way and cause towards his spirit, Father God, that he may not try to focus. But I declare, oh God, there's power in the blood of Jesus Christ. And I pray, oh God, as he's my brethren, he is my brother, and I love him with the love of Christ. I love him with the love of Jesus Christ, oh God, hallelujah. For Father God, you have shed your blood for everybody. And there is no guilt and condemnation for in Christ Jesus. So Father God, the same way that you have delivered me, oh God, the same way you have delivered other people, oh God, I believe that you can do the same thing for him, Father God, because your love and grace is still here. I declare that the angels of God be around him. The angels of God be around each and everybody that's here, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God. I pray that, Lord, you will bless him, oh God, in ways, oh God, he sees that, that Jesus is the true joy, the way, the truth, and the life. So, Father, I just want to say thank you right now, Father God, for this opportunity. Nothing happens by coincidence. Nothing happens by accident. But I believe this is a divine moment right now. I believe it's a divine moment where the love of God is touching him right now. To, to let him know that God still loves him. God still wants to be with him. God still wants to use him for your glory, Father. So, I just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity, Father God, to get away for the Holy Spirit to just minister. To give him the love the peace that he wants, oh God. Whatever he's desiring, whatever he's been praying, oh God, in his prayer closet. Whatever he's been praying, asking God in your heart. I declare, Father God, it shall come to pass. Let him know that you are more real than ever than anything in life, oh God. That nothing can compare to Jesus Christ. So, Father, I just want to say thank you, oh God, for this opportunity. Bless him in many ways, oh God. I, I plead the blood of Jesus over you, brother. That the, the God will cover your mind. Any thoughts or anything that's trying to contradict your thoughts. Or anything that's trying to in infiltrate your mind. I declare that God will protect your mind. And that you will live a long life. I declare no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I declare there's no power in hell that can defeat your life because God has a plan over your life. I declare, hallelujah, you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not the knee. Your hands are best. No matter what the world says, it doesn't matter what word it says. It matter what God says about you. And as long as God knows, he knows he loves you and he died for you. And he rose from the dead so that he can accept him as his Lord and Savior. So Lord my God, I declare right now, at this moment right now, as you're touching his heart, bless him. I want you to hold my hand, my brother. And preach the prayer after well. me, man. Say, Father God. Father God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you. For this moment. For this moment. You are God who speaks. You are God who speaks. And thank you. And thank you. For giving me this opportunity, oh God. For giving me this opportunity, oh Knowing God. Knowing that you are real. Knowing that you are real. I pray right now. I pray right now. That you forgive me. That you forgive me. Of all of my sins. Of all of my sins. And I receive your forgiveness. And I receive your forgiveness. And I believe. And I believe. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Died on the cross. Died on the cross. For my sins. For my Sin. And he rose from the dead. And he rose from the dead. I accept you, Jesus. I accept you, Jesus. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Clean me up. Clean me up. Use me. Use me. For your glory. For your glory. I believe. I believe. That if I was to die. That if I was to die. That when I wake up. That when I wake up. I will be in your arms. I will be in your arms. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I am saved. I am saved. Amen. Amen. Hey, yeah, boy. You slid. You slid, boy. Yeah, yeah. I felt my heart beat. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. So yeah, it's at was a, it gas, a gas station. That was at a gas station. <laughs> at the pump. Uh, yeah, yeah. Somebody came up to him. So okay. I, I don't, I didn't hear what happened before the yeah. his prayer started. So I don't know if he told him what he was about to do or not. But so I just want to frame this. So that's 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 a part of what's going on, right? So you got people that that a lot of people don't like, wouldn't respect, are coming into the faith, 
the Justin Bieber's, the Kanye's, the such and such, right? You got, there's another category I didn't mention, the deconstruction category where Christians are kind of like peeling off layers of what they've been taught and kind of questioning everything. And then you got the people who are just straight up leaving, the Joseph Solomons, the, the, the people like that who are just like, I don't believe this no more. There's a lot of turnover. What's going on, guys? I think God is getting ready for um, the old the old school used to say, "God's getting got an army ready, getting ready." Um, I honestly think um, I ain't gonna say. I think God is showing people like the line in the sand. I think Jesus almost that mind, the mindset with Jesus had the line in the sand. It's like where you standing at. You know what I mean? Times are not, I mean, our country doesn't look the same like it looked two years ago, just to be honest, just to be honest. Like, it's not the same. You know what I mean? We don't know. People are dying left and right. Stuff is getting back. Crime is on a rock. Dude, I'm watching something on the news about Buckhead. Buckhead is like, used to be the richest part of town in Atlanta and it's like crime central. Like it's, stuff is getting worse and worse and worse. And like, and, and I know I was talking to somebody and I always say, uh, Maya, um, talk about this as well like um are we going back to normal and then she was like no this is the new normal like this this is new for us and, it, and we just got to get used to it as americans in the world like you know i'm not saying i'm not really saying like we never that, though i mean you don't want to but it is what it is man like i mean think about it we thought hey we mass up we social distance we get the vaccine and boom this is going to change and it's like no delta comes then we we talk to other people we've talking to people and, and saying yeah, and then it's out. It's out. It's something else after that. So it's like, bro, like, are we gonna be wearing masks for the rest of like our life? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just all I'm saying is things are getting bad and bad and bad. And I think what God is doing, and honestly, I think Kanye, and I, I would say Justin Bieber, but I would say more for Kanye for hip hop is like, um, wow, I could be Christian. I could do. I. It, it doesn't look boring like it used to. You know what I'm saying for some people. And then also there's some people, man, on these streets are doing it, bro. Like um, I want, it, it, it used to be a cat that used to roll with Bootsy. Um, and I think his name is Doink. I ain't gonna say it. I hope my name is wrong. We know but it's not, we know it's yeah, not right, go ahead. Yeah, I know. But he has something that he got saved. He ministering to people in the industry. He's talking to people. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to see if we can get him on the show. He's, he's been talking to people. He's doing different things. You gotta think about people like Miami, like, was in the light and, and was in that in those situations and coming out of that. I mean, the industry yeah. people see stuff in this industry that they like, God, are you real? Please get me up out of this. You know what I mean? Or what's, stuff like that. So what's interesting is since we started track stars and, and Jada and all this stuff, the goal was to make it to where people in the mainstream industry find God and realize that they can make just as good music and be just as fulfilled making music for God as they were for the world. Right. Yeah. yeah. In some senses, we're starting to see that. But the people that were supposed to be helping us get there are now leaving. It's strange. It's like, what's going on? We're, we're, we're bleeding out the back while we're while we're trying to do this thing over here. I, I just it's it's interesting. And I think <clears throat> a lot of people are, are shocked about Joseph Solomon. I didn't really know no Joseph Solomon um, before. So I'm, I, it didn't shock me because I didn't, I didn't know anything. Um, but it's, a lot of people really, really loved him. And he's basically said uh, the same thing uh, that he, that he's leaving the faith. Um, so I'm just wondering like, what's, what's happening where there's people that we would never expect getting excited about God. And I hope I like a lot of people are questioning, like, was that genuine from Kodak Black? 
believe with your uh, believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, Jesus Lord, you'll be saved. He said it with his mouth. I don't know what happened in his heart. Nobody does, right? Yeah. So just pray that it was genuine. I have no idea. Um, that's between him and God at this point. But uh, the little joke at the end made me nervous. But other than that, um, what joke yeah, at the end? The ninety leaving the ninety nine for the one he held up the ninety nine cent Arizona. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. But she said that she said that being yeah, real. But, yeah, he exactly. it like, yeah. yeah. It's just a yeah. little like okay, but um, I just pray. It's just hard, man, because it's it's so it's so important. That's why um, God, uh, Jesus said discipleship because to just throw somebody into the prayer without, and I'm not saying yeah. they did this. I don't know them. I'm just yeah. but to be thrown into the prayer without any kind of structure to help you figure out what's next. That's just like yeah, you dab them up and then you leave them. And no, this is not against them. I don't know them. They, this may be the best no, I'm thing. I'm saying, they don't like, know him. I'm saying, like, when you when you take that call to salvation at church, they give you pamphlets, they give you information, they give you a yeah, prayer partner, this, they give you. I'm a not saying this should always happen at church. You sh- you can get saved. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying a, I'm saying the follow up. You know what I mean? Like being but again, able they to may not have the not, they may not the have an station. opportunity to follow up. They don't know him. They they just probably saw him there. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm saying is, I just pray that God can put people around him that if this was genuine, that it doesn't get lost in all the mess that I know is around him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's just my only prayer is that we think we're converting all these people, even in church. And then yeah. you realize that yeah, the right. motivation for the prayer wasn't a genuine cry for God. It was more so to fit into the church. It was to some sort of fear of hell it was some other reason than just God. I love you. I just want to be with you. Like that. That's so, what we're. That's what we really need. Well, I think what what happened in that video. If I, I'm, I'm just assuming. It looks like they was in the streets, probably praying for people, and it probably asked, "Hey, brother, you need some prayer? You know, you want me to pray for you for anything?" He's like, "And Kodak Black." Did like, they know Yo. he was famous though? They had to have known who he was. Maybe the maybe they maybe did, or maybe they come up to him. I remember, I, like I, I, I've seen um, um, people. Like um, Kelanda, she's from um, New York City. She prayed for Charlemagne. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then she got on a Breakfast Club talking about her ministry and everything. And she's been in um, the Kingdom Choice Awards, everything. Like, she has a strong testimony about prayer in New York City. So that stuff happens where God will put you in places of prayer. Now, here's the difference, though, is if you praying and praying for somebody versus asking him for salvation because he may have just wanted prayer. He may not want it to. Get yeah. Salvation. Yeah. That, that transition from the prayer. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of time for you to say no. So yeah, I just, I, I, yeah. I just, I just want to make sure I, I'm not questioning what happened with him. I mean, it may be, it may not even be obvious after, but there'll be some telltale signs after today, whether how it's going, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so I would just pray for him because even if, let's say he didn't get saved. Let's just say that was just, you know, trying to get him out the way, right? I just don't believe that God's just going to leave him alone after that. Yeah. Like, right. God has a way of bugging the crap out of you until you figure out that he's trying to talk to you. Right. It can happen to Christians, too, where it's like, right. why does all this bad stuff keep happening to me? It's like, dude, he's trying to, he's knocking on the door. Like, he'll knock with how, however hard he needs to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I, I I just pray that just God just never leaves him alone. Just bug him, bug him, bug him. And, and I pray that for all of y'all. Like, just like if there's something that God needs from you, he'll just bug the mess out of you. It may be waking you up at night for like, what? That happens to me. So I'm like, why am I awake? God, dog. It's like, oh, okay, I remember. Talk to God. He wants to say something to you, blah, blah, blah. So that that's just my prayer. <laughs> that, that, that regardless of what happened in that moment, 
that he that God just bugs him, just bugs him, bugs him, bugs him. That never goes away. That feeling of I want to be closer to God. Yeah, and and, and honestly, I think what it is is um, people people see what I think people see what's going on, and also I think sin gets boring after a while. You can't. It's only amount of money you can make. It's only amount of girls you can sleep with. It's only amount of like jewelry you can put on. You know what I'm saying? All the cars. It's like, and then I think what it is is I remember seeing, and I know we talked heavy about documentaries. I remember seeing something about um, Vanilla Ice years ago, and he had a, and this is just this makes sense of the concept of what I'm saying. He was in a house and he had like this big house party at a new mansion, and everything, and he in the middle of all these people dancing, having fun, whatever. He felt empty and was like, these people are just here for. Because if, if just here because of my fame, if, if I wasn't famous, they wouldn't love me. They wouldn't do that. And this is like, I think more yeah. and more celebrities are starting to see that. Like this yeah. stuff doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got my family, but this stuff doesn't matter. And people think it matters, but it it's really like does. Chasing after the win. But so yeah. if that's true, Jeremiah, then why are we seeing so many Christians who stood beside us? Like we've been in rooms with Joseph Solomon and, and um, forgetting old boy's name, but but uh, we've been in rooms with them, and now they're saying they're leaving the faith. Why is that happening? Um, Ryan, you want to take this? <laughs> uh, well, so I don't want to be it, too wrong here, though. That's why I think. So that's I think why. it goes back to what we've been dealing with all our adult lives: is that we've helped young men in the faith, and we've seen them turn away from the faith as well. So, yeah, that's true. To me, I feel like it's a, uh, it's a uh, the people around you. Right. The influence, because we know one young man, he just got snatched up by the world and we couldn't hold on to him. Like we we lost the tug of war. We were really That's playing right. tug of war with his with him. And it wasn't about us so much. It was about the other influences, you know, because you guys did a lot to to step in. And I did a lot to step in. And we were just all kind of like tag teaming, like prayer and and fellowship and all of that. And I think that the world got a, a better influence, a, a better hold of him. And was his his new influence, you know, more so than us. So I think that's what's happening, man. I think that people are getting stuck in the world. That's why I told you guys, like I, I, uh, I talked to a pastor not too long ago who told me his entire life changed when he cut his phone off and got off social media for a month. He was like, bro, like God opened my eyes to stuff. Things changed. I stopped feeling certain ways. I started, and I feel like we a lot of us could use that type of refreshment. You know, if it weren't for track stars. I probably wouldn't have social media. I do not like putting my family on social media. I do not like taking pictures all day long. And me and Sean had this conversation yesterday. Social media is such a big distraction. You know, the only other thing that distracts me more than social media, or I'm sorry, I realize social media can be a distraction for others because this is fantasy time, right? Football season. And a lot of us play fantasy football and we are like, glued to the you know glued to the charts and and listening to the you know the news the breaking news and this that and the other and we take it so seriously and i feel like that's how some people treat social media i don't right i don't i mean i don't feel any way about social media but there's some people out there that are so into it they're they gotta they gotta sit their reels up before the end of the night they gotta make sure they're igtv they gotta post they gotta do xyz and I feel like that is so much of a distraction because I realize, you know, during fantasy football time, how much time I'm away from devotion. Like those are times that I'm like last night, I'm scrolling through my phone and my daughter has to get up. We have to get up early this morning. I'm scrolling through my phone, looking at fantasy stuff. And I'm like, I need to be going to sleep. 
you know? And it was just for a hot second, you know, just because I, I saw something alert come in. But other than that, it's like, yeah, we can get distracted. And once we, once our distraction, the, the enemy gets a hold of our distraction or our attention, the, the rest of it is, is gone from there. Because then you I, start thinking about how much of the pie you're giving to God and how much of the pie you're giving to the world and the enemy's influence. Here's some here's some warnings. And again, this is not to Joseph Solomon. I don't know that man. I don't know anything about him, honestly. Real talk. Um, but here's some warnings to, to other Christians that, that believe they're Christians. Um, you really have to make sure that whatever doubts that you have about God, that you are addressing those. Because when, when things start... Yeah happening when things start going wrong when your career if you're an artist is not going the way you thought people are overlooking you getting past you that you feel don't deserve it um yeah it's just stuff right life just starts happening to you those doubts are going to come back super strong and i think a lot of people are dealing with the fact that they may not have really believed for real in the first place they've been Mm -hmm. in the christian culture they know what the christian words are but the people have had the power to turn them off on Jesus. I, there's nothing none of y'all could do. I'm just, I, I told God this straight, some straight up. I don't care if all of y'all leave God. I'm never leaving you. Right. It has to be something where this is me and you, no matter what, I don't care what Donald Trump does. I don't care what the, the, you know, evangelical Christians do. I don't care what the the reform Christians do. I don't care what the deconstruction Christians do. I don't care what <laughs> little Yachty does, do. Kanye. I don't care what none <laughs> yeah. of these people do. This is a relationship that I have yeah. and I'm the doubts I brought it to him and he's worked those through over time. You see what I'm saying? You got to deal yeah. with those things because a lot of people they grew up in church or they they had some sort of a conversion, right? Where they said the prayer, but it what they it never really took hold as like no this is it for the i don't care what comes i'm here i believe this this is real no matter what comes and and it's just hard for an artist when you're climbing that ladder you think you're you think you're drake you think you're jay-z you think you have that kind of talent and you start moving through this christian hip-hop industry you start getting placements here and there you start performing here and there and then just stuff just don't work and this you didn't get on that show and you didn't get this award and you didn't get this <laughs> such and such and you're starting to get older and you're just like god what about us? is this real this is this is, <laughs> this, is every, this is everybody's story you know what i'm saying this is everybody's yeah. story is it, you talking and, about us? including the, the biggest ones because even i guarantee you i guarantee you even lecrae if i asked him right now i guarantee you he feels this way too you probably think lecrae is the top of the top but he's looking at people that are way higher than him yeah, Everybody feels this yeah. way. There's going to be yeah. something that's going to come up, something unexpected. Something you you didn't get the wife you thought you were going to get. You didn't get the husband you thought you were going to get. And it's gonna it's gonna make you go back to that core doubt that you've had this whole time. Mm-hmm. And if you yeah. haven't settled that doubt, and 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 your circumstances can change your mind, or some person can change your mind on what you believe about Jesus, this is dangerous, man. Like that's really really dangerous. I don't want it, I don't want to see anybody else walk out the back door when you have time to to deal with it now. You know what I'm I think I think a lot of stuff happens in our lives that we don't have explanations. And um, one of the, my favorite scripture I've learned since a kid was trusting the Lord with all your heart. Do not rely on your own understanding. Um, and it's like sometimes it's like that trust hard. I ain't gonna lie. It's, it, it's been hard sometimes in my life. Like, God, what are you? Um, doing in this time of my life? I'm frustrated about X, Y, Z. I'm frustrated about this. 
and it's like, um, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that, and, and I know for artists and like, if you in a place in this, in this community, man, it, it could be hard. I mean, you have people in here and your DM saying, Hey man, you, you, you ain't Christian enough. Or you may have people saying, Hey, that song don't sound nothing like Jesus. Or you have people in there or you have people that you're friends with. That's like, Hey man, uh, I'm leaving this. And you, and they brung you into the faith. Yeah. So it's like, wow, this person was strong. Like I, they was discipling me and then all of a sudden they leave. So they, I don't know if this is real, you know what I'm saying? So I think, I think everybody has that journey, man. I think, um, I mean, you think about the Lord, like Jesus was in the valley. He had valley moments when and he was in the desert that Satan was tempting him. And he stood, he stood fast, you know what I mean? And he, he, he stood on the word of God and he, he was the word, but at the same time, he knew his destiny. He knew what was important to his faith. He knew what was important to what was going to happen if he, if he, if he left the, the faith or he, he followed it into the temptation. And I think that's where we are right now, especially in our, in our community. I think right now it's the wild, wild West. I think Christian hip hop is the wild, wild West where it's like anything goes now. You can say anything, you can, you can, you could do anything. And I think right now people are like, if this is what, um, if we're going to be the world, we're going to act like the world, well, just to be the world. Why, why am I masking what I'm doing? Well, let me just go all 100% out there and see what happens. You know what I mean? And I think that's where we are. And um, I don't like it, but at the same time, I think that's where prayer comes in and, and asking God to do stuff, you know, miraculously for our community and for people. Yeah, I, I, that's why we try so hard to challenge you guys because there's a lot of... um uh sunday school christians where you know that you got brought to church and you were in some yeah. you know youth group or whatever and a lot of people and I'm, I'm gonna try and move to the third group the deconstruction group there's a lot of people who will still say they're christian but they're they're stripping away everything that they were taught because the person that taught them ended up being an adulterer or a crook or whatever. Right. So you start being like, man, if they taught me that, then what else did they teach me that was wrong? Right. Yeah. So that that's healthy. But what we're trying to do is get you to shake up all of those, those things you were taught, go back to the source and figure out what it really, really is. If that's the kind of deconstructing you're doing, that's great. But don't get to the point where you're like, well, everything goes now. Nothing's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's cool. Uh, I'm going to just do whatever I want now because my pastor that brought me into the faith, you know, got got two girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that that's that's the part where it's, you're going too far. It's like you have to have a real you have to have a solid enough relationship with Jesus and you reading it yourself enough to be able to tell when somebody like, OK, if that that dude ain't real, that don't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's right. I'm not hearing this Christian stuff secondhand. Like I don't the, the stuff I know about God isn't secondhand. It's stuff I've learned myself by myself. Yeah. So this yeah. this has to be real. And and it's okay if you come to the end where you look through it and you say, you know what, I don't believe this. That's fine too because the the further you go into the world and you allow it to absorb you, the more nuts this thing sounds. Because let's be real. What we believe is nuts. It's nuts yeah. if you're just thinking from a just a natural naturalistic Logical, point of view. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. What we're asking people to believe is nuts. Okay, so if if you are going to allow yourself to go deep into what the world thinks, 
and you turn around and you start looking like, man, that, that sounds nuts. You have to, you have to already process that before that happens. What we're, we're saying that somebody made the world around you. The son of that person came down, died. There's this thing called sins that you have to get rid of. He did it for you. And now you're going to go to heaven. That sounds nuts to them. The Bible, the Bible says it's going to sound nuts. So if you are wondering, you're, you're kind of deep into the world, watching other movies, watching all, listening to songs, blah, blah, blah. And you start looking at the Bible and like, man, this looks nuts. The Bible predicted that you were going to feel that way. So just be careful. Just when you start to feel yourself drifting to where the thing you know is, is near and dearest to your heart starts to sound nuts. Remember that to the Christian, to the, to, to God, they sound nuts. So you, mm-hmm. you, you have to pick a side here because if you're over here, that sounds nuts. If you're, if you're God and, and the people of God, they sound nuts. Somebody's wrong. You see what I'm saying? You got to decide that and be, make it permanent because if you start drifting, it's, 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 there's no choice. It's going to seep into your heart. You're going to yeah. start feeling like, why do we do this? And why does that? Why? That's just going to happen. It's healthy to, to break away the stuff that's not true that the church added to the Bible. Take that stuff away because that's going to be confusing, too. But once you get to the core and you hold on to that, don't let anybody take you away from that. That's something you got to decide on your own. Wow. That's good, John. That's very good. So, yeah, I, I, I just feel like this this one, when I saw the Kodak thing, I'm like, there's so many groups of people that I'm worried about at the same time. I'm worried about the Kodaks and the Justin Bieber's and the Kanye's because they're surrounded by so many people that that they believe this is nuts. You see what I'm saying? So they're going to yeah. be like, what are you talking like? What are you doing? Like, like, it's just so hard to stay firm when everyone around you is doesn't believe. But then for the people who are in this, who've been laboring for a long time and they've been praying for things and they're not getting those things, it could get tiring and wearying when you like, I can understand why somebody would take shortcuts and make compromises to yep. get the success they want. We've known several artists who've made that choice to where I'm going to just start cursing my music. I'm going to just start doing songs in this kind of way or I'm, I'm going to start, you know, that old girl take her boobs out. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just, it works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and people people will just start making these little concessions over and over again because they want the success. They want to have success. What I'm realizing doing this Trackstar's thing for all these years, it's really hard to do this the right way. It is yeah. really hard. There's going to be so yeah. many things that you see you're going to be like, "God, why is this not working? Why why can't we get to where we want to be?" And that frustration could start to wear away at your faith. So I'm just, I'm just telling you, just be just, you're not by yourself. That's all I'm trying to tell you. You're not the only one that feels that way. You have to decide, is it more important to be success? I just, I just put out a tweet. So I'm kind of referencing that. I decided my lifelong um, mission is to prove that you can be successful without being a jerk. What I really mean is that you can do it God's way. That you can really be a man of God in private and in public, in business and in, in, in just hanging out and you can still be successful. The world says that's not true. You got to be hard nosed, you know, treat people a certain way, step on their neck. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what the world says, but I'm trying to prove that that's, that's not true. Mm. It don't feel like it's not true though. You know what I'm saying? The people I see stepping on people's necks are winning, but you got to be committed to it. Even if I don't, even if I don't prove my point, I'm still with Jesus. I'll lose with him. I'd rather lose with him than win with them. See what I'm saying? 
So yeah, yeah. that's just how I'm feeling. Yeah. I I echo that. Yeah. I mean, we had these conversations all the time. So yeah, literally every day. I, I definitely so, echo that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny as I was like, I was watching, I was watching Hard Knocks, the uh, the football um, documentary. And, you know, for as many seasons, I think this is its 16th season, 14-something crazy season or whatever, um, every head coach is, like, really hard on their team. They curse a lot. I mean, every other word is a curse word. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, how would I have responded being an athlete in this industry or in that in that in that uh yeah in that industry and i can't stand curse words and i can't stand people yelling and talking down to me and stuff like that like how could i have ever been able to be successful in that and i think about christian athletes all the time um if you're not good like great you might you might get some some side some side conversation from the coach and how do you respond to that like you know Steph Curry is one of the lucky ones where I'm sure his coach is never going to get in his ear and dog him out, you know, That's to his face. True. Draymond will. I mean, it could it could probably <laughs> happen. But what I'm saying is, before. like, he's a, he's elevated to the level where he can turn, tune that out. Like, okay, I can tune that out. You know, I'm just going to go out here and shoot nine threes in a row and he'll get off my back. But what about the athletes that can't do that? What about the people who work in industries where people are always nasty? And I was thinking to myself, like, that would be really difficult. I don't know if I could make it. I don't know if I would be able to like sit there and just let people yell in my face. I, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, I had a problem when I was in ROTC of going to the military. Cause I just, I don't respond to that. I, I, I can't, you don't motivate me um, by trying to, you know, demean me in any kind of way. That's not, I'm never going to say somebody's going to ever, never going to be able to talk to me, talk down to me. And that's going to be like, you know, you're right. I'm gonna get up and do, do, do you know, like, nah, you talk down to me, we're gonna have some words about it. Um, so, you know, it's, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, Sean. Like, I think, I think that when you think about that situation, like, I would make a terrible coach. I wouldn't be able to say anything to anybody that's, that, that I feel is gonna hurt their feelings or be mean, you but know. That's what I'm a saying? good, that's so, a good example because then that makes me think of Tony Dungy, who, I don't yeah, know I what he was Tony like Dungy. in private. That's the only example that I have. I don't know if he, what he was like in the locker room with cameras off. I don't know. But to yeah. me, it just shows that you can be a man of God in a place where being a man of God it, to them is a disadvantage. Yeah. And you can still be successful. That's what I'm trying to prove. I'm trying to prove you don't have to be be the Christian guy in front of the camera and then secretly be cussing, cheating on your wife and doing all kinds of stuff in private. I'm trying to yeah. prove that that's true. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm immune to getting tired. There's artists out there that are getting tired, guys. They're, they're, they're putting their all into this, and people ain't listening to their music. They're putting their all into this, and they can't, they can't pay the bills. They can't quit their job so they could go full-time. They can't do all these things. And it's, it's, it, it's heavy. It's heavy feeling like you're doing the right thing, but you're not, being, you're not getting anywhere with it. That's hard. Can I, can I say and, you something? Know, the other um, conversation. I'm sorry, Jeremiah. I was going to say, um, I think what that is, what you're saying, Sean, is that decision making of your goals versus God's goals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of people do stuff and it's because they want to do it versus if God is telling you to do it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like um, your success, and, and, and I, I learned this, I learned this from me. Sometimes your success could be a local success could be a church success, could be a, a, a regional success or a national success or an internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people think 
And 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 I, I think there's a pro, and we should do a topic about this. And I would love to do it with Lecrae, like the pros and cons of Lecrae on our on our on our community, because I feel like everybody feels like he's the goal to. You know what I'm saying? Like he's what success, he, he's what success is for Christian hip hop artists or Christian rap artists. And I'm like, your goal, honestly, for some people, God may just be saying, hey, I want you to rap for your kids at your youth group every time and you do songs for them to encourage them. Are you okay with that? Because yeah, yeah, that was his story. Honestly. The, only, the only caveat to that, and this is where I, I want to just recognize people's frustration. Just because you get to Lecrae's level doesn't mean God wanted that for you. And just yeah, because you're facts. rapping at church doesn't mean that he ha- doesn't have more for you. Yes. So I don't want people to feel like, oh, well, this is this is it for me. But I also don't yeah. want if people to feel like, oh, I'm successful, so that God must have wanted me here. Drake Drake yeah. feels that God wanted him there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so the point is, is that your actual results does, is not the answer to the question. Yeah. Did God want me here or not? That's not the answer. Just because you did it doesn't mean he did. And just because you're not there doesn't mean he didn't. I, I, that's, I, just, that's too simple. Yeah, I, I think so, I think I think what it is is I, I'll let you go, Ryan. I, I think yeah. the, the the thing is that what I've learned from the Lord is when you're trusted with small stuff, He'll start expanding your horizons. In my opinion, like, and that's biblical because I you've seen it with David, you've seen it with Joseph. It's just like we started off with these like you're you're doing small stuff, and then God is like, I could trust you because your motives is pure and this and that. So. For a Christian rapper, if you're a Christian rapper that's saying, hey, I'm right now, I'm rapping, I have a job, but I'm rapping to, you know, jail kids in jails. I go to youth detention centers and I rap and I speak and I'm blessed. This is a blessing for me, right? Mm-hmm. God may open up a door for you to say, you at this um, event and somebody there is like, hey, man, I saw you at this event. Here's my card, man. I want you to open up for this dude. And then that goes from there. But you're, But for years or for like months or whatever, God has you at this youth detention center or he had you at this youth camp or he had you just speaking to youth. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, for somebody else, maybe you was just doing open mics and people started getting blessed by your words that God gave you, giving you, you know what I'm saying? And I think, and I'm not saying that different God has different paths for different people. And that's why it's dangerous to compare yourself to other people because his path for Stephen Malcolm may not be the path for Zonti, you know what I mean? Or the path for, um, Bizu may not be the same path for, um, you know, um, um, just call me DT. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I think people just got to be okay with what the path God has for you. You know what I'm saying? For somebody, for our, our path may not be different from MMM Live path. You know what I'm saying? And, and we got to be okay with that. I think one of the biggest warnings that I want to put out to people is when they are doing something ministry related, um, to make sure that they're listening out for the voice of God and for the warning signs that, okay, you're, you're ignoring your family, right? You're, you're on the road so much. You're not watching your kids grow up. Um, you know, this is hurting your marriage and this is you're spending too Thanks. much time doing this, doing that. And so I, I want to make sure that people understand, like make sure the hardest part about Christian hip hop and Christian rap period is the balance, right? The money's not the money that you're getting to go to these shows is not better than the money that artists are getting to really make a living off of this, right? So you're you're taking away time. You you're going to work forty hours a week 
And then you're taking time away from your family, time away from your kids to do these weekend shows, right? And then you come home on Sunday night, you're tired, and it's time to start that grind of the week all over again. And you haven't spent any time with your kids, you haven't spent any time with your wife, you know, you, you neglected responsibilities around the house. So there's got to be some level of discernment that you take on and responsibility that you take on to say, okay, like I, I know one artist told me that um, if the event doesn't cut a check, to him for his rider amount and get a plane ticket for him and his wife he can't go so how bad do you want me there but the biggest sacrifice for us is and i've been in i've been back and forth with artists all the time where i'm trying to help them get booked for stuff and they give me a price and i'm like oh, okay you know we want to go in a different direction that's a little too high okay so what's the price you know they keep coming down coming down coming down because they're like they want it so bad and i think a lot of us get to that point where we're like well we want this so bad and to be in front of this audience and to get an opportunity to sell merch, we should take the cut. We should say, okay, well, you're saying that my wife can't come? Um, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I just get, okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you do those compromises and I think that's what ends up hurting us because I think God wants to see us set a standard. And that's the biggest, biggest and the hardest part about it. But you'll feel better when you, set, when you set that standard and you stick to it because now you know, like, okay, if this youth ministry says that they can they want to bring me out but they can't meet these certain criteria that i have to have in order for my life balance and my structure to work then i can't do it and now you don't miss out on the opportunity you don't you don't think you missed out on the opportunity because god didn't allow for it to happen the way you needed it to happen um so i i just want to leave with this because i i pray that god is blessing um is is really working on kodak black just straight up um, yeah. I, I want to challenge us to get back to, to the point of all this. We've kind of gotten lost in this, this whole Christian hip hop movement to where, you know, our, the goal was let's try and push it, push it, push it, get placements, get this, get this on this show and that show. Let's just remember what this was all for. The whole point of this is to reach the lost, introduce them to Jesus and give them a place to go to learn. Right. That's what the community is supposed to be about. Right. Let's let's try that. Let's go back to that, because then maybe the pressure of success and all these kind of things won't feel as burdensome. If the, I'll just start with us, the track stars, our main goal is not growth or numbers or success or getting this and that. It's remembering that the point of this and the reason why you guys are all here is because we're trying to create an environment for people to learn about Jesus, make the transition and then have a place to go to learn. That's that's the goal. The success we feel is necessary to have a bigger impact, but we can't let that side mission take us away from the actual mission because sometimes it can be distracting. So for everybody out there who's grinding, that's a Christian who's deconstructing their faith at the moment or feeling like they're done with it. Don't forget what the point is. The point is, do you believe this or not? If you don't, God bless you. If you do and you're just having trouble Go back to the point. The point is we're supposed to be finding people, bringing people into the faith, no matter what goes on in the world, no matter what happens with, with your pastor, your church, or this person that you thought was dope over there, or this post person that was dope. Get back to the main thing. Let's all come back to the main thing. And let's make this next decade not just about Christian hip-hop doing better, but about us getting back to the main reason why we started this in the first place. Mm -hmm. Let's try that. Yeah. All right, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's <laughs> go. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. 
This your man Brinson God Chases Entertainment. Buckle your seat belts for line for line. Vote Christian though. Yeah. All right, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. (laughs) (laughs) We getting 30 second breaks these days? (laughs) 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 You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? I don't know. You tell me. What's good? <laughs> Go to trackstars.com yeah. for all the latest. Uh, Ryan was not ready. Um, Jeremiah, what you got? No kind of warning. No cues. Did you hear it, Jeremiah? I did. Y'all would love the behind the scenes of the track stars, man. You we, heard the warning, didn't you? All right. We have so much fun because... Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead, man. I was in the middle of planning something out. <laughs> yeah, you were saying something, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, "We'll just tell you. We'll just tell you what we were trying to figure out." So we were invited to Andy Mineo's, um listening party today, but we don't know who can go. So we're trying to figure out how we're gonna pull that off because um, families and whatnot, right? So yeah. anyway, that's that's what we're trying to figure out. All right, go ahead, Jeremiah. Good good problems to have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. All right, man, it is line for line time right now. Woo. Okay, let's get it going, man. Um, we're going to do um, Baby Keem. Right now, he's probably one of the, um, he just dropped a project recently. And people are talking about him because I, I believe he was on um, Donda. He was on Donda. And then he also has a record with his, um, with a family member, famous family member named Kendrick Lamar. So, um, Baby Keem is going up against our guy, Clisso. Remember, he was on the show? And, um, yeah. Yeah, man. So, we're excited for for this to happen, man. All right, so let's get it going. Abusing the pains of the track stars, track stars, the universe is not abusing the pains of the artists, the labor producers, and others. If you feel offended by this piece, press stop now. If you're a person who only listens to Christian artists, this ain't your cup of tea. We have react videos, topic interviews you can go check out. We're not copying any other battle format. We've been doing this since the 2000. A Clisso is not the Christian version. A Clisso. He's going to be famous. A Clisso is not the Christian version of anybody. It's just a bit. All right. Uh, real quick. I predict... Any Minio's project gonna be better than Drake or Kanye's project. Same goes for Swoop. These guys got stuff in the bag that's that's crazy that I've heard. So just 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 Swoop joined his fire. His joint is out now. Warning. These people got stuff that's ready to go. That's why I'm putting people on the clock. I put Lecrae on the clock the other day. Andy's already coming, so he's fine. All, the the heavy hitters and CH, this is the time. Be ready to go. Kanye opened up a door, whether you like him or not. This is the time. Make yeah. sure people know that there's other stuff available, and we'll push it. Go. Real quick. Is this the best year for Christian hip-hop release-wise? Because we had NF drop. 
Kanye drop, Lecrae gonna drop, Andy gonna drop. Like our heavy hitters have I mean, like. If, if, for some people, you only mentioned two people so far. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then you also this. got like Indie Tribe dropped a beautiful album. You got, yeah, I, yo, yeah, I really want to do a, okay. I want to do a top 50 list. We got to do that. And I'm going to, oh, oh, we're going to bring lists back this year. We haven't done a list in, since 2013, I think. Oh, yeah. We're bringing back lists this year before the end of the year. Yeah. And, I, and the idea is to get some media in there with us so we can discuss that old school style. All right, here we go. We're going to start off. With it, uh, we're gonna start off with Baby King first. First order of business. Here we go. First order of business, dog. I gotta shake the toxic. All this back and forth is weighing heavy on my conscience. When I met your sister, she said, "Again, shit is obnoxious." What the ones coming for me? Can't focus on the petty. They'll come back and destroy me. Why she speaking anyway? I ain't no feature employees. I ain't even asked, but the room was way too noisy. Yeah. First order. Alright, here we go. Um, that was Baby King. First order of business is Ecclesio. Popular. But oh. <laughs> yo, he said that. Yeah. I be dreaming like Mr. King. Yeah. All of this heavy can't stop me from shining. Yeah, tell them my position ain't sunning me. Yeah, whoa, you know when I walk in the room, I be shining. I put the gold in my teeth to remind them they could have judged, but I fully don't mind. I got the guy, he told me to read. I never fumble the bag on the beat. Yeah, I'm in number, but I'm back on my feet when you talking about me, but it's not a receipt when you talking about me. Yeah, I put my time in for my team. Yeah, all right, now I'm gonna say AK. I'm not gonna butcher this man's name every time I say this. So, AK, popular. So, Baby so Jeremiah, help me out. Where did Baby Keem come from? Is it just because he's related to Kendrick? Like all of a sudden, like two weeks ago, all of a sudden, Baby Keem everywhere. Like who, who is he? But the, but here's the funny thing: Baby Keem's had projects out like independently. So, but I think I think the whole Kanye cosign and then also Kendrick cosign oh, yeah. has put him on another level. Yeah, he called up to the radio station. And was like, "Hey, this is Kendrick Lamar's cousin, Baby Keem. Oh yeah, let's play that song real quick." <laughs> <laughs> no, but he put he did his thing on um oh I can't remember the tracks he was on on, on Donda, but the tracks yeah. I remember him on they they he killed, he killed his joints. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some... yeah, he's he's good. I just just all of a sudden I, it felt like I was supposed. Yeah, to Yeah, you get good studio we time and producers when you drop a name like uh, Kanye and Kendrick. Cousin. But I don't yeah. think that's it. I think I mean he's a talented nah, I'm dude. Just kidding. He got stuff. Yeah, y'all know I hate on second generation. So just just to be funny. <laughs> all right, man. How y'all voting? Somebody hitting on your kids, um, like you are you are you just on track stars because you Ryan dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I remember putting a post up on the crazy uh, wall one day. It was crazy about his kid. Got a super um, chat, Klesso. Klesso. I'm going to Klesso. I mean, he killed it. Klesso killed it. Shantana. I like the Klesos a lot better. Um yeah, I think that was pretty obvious. It's a Klesso. I'm going with a Klesso as well. That's, so that's, a, that's a wash. Wash, 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 wash. All right, so what was the final? I guess it don't matter because everybody looks like Klesso. Yeah, everybody to nobody. All right, so Klesso got round one. All right, so the score is one to zip. We're going to start off with a Klesso this time. This is called Wode. Here we go. Oh, 
Kleso with um, Wode. This is um, Baby King Do Rag Activity. Here we go. Rich, go run that comma to your mama, ho, ho. You know I'm crazy, let my mama, ho, ho. You know I get it from my mama, ho, ho. Don't talk to your mama, crazy, ho, ho. Have a baby, ho. Give me and bear my hair. Now while I'm praying, don't be eyeballing your sister, ho, ho. Smoking Mr. Coke. Get it physical, ho. All right, that was Baby King with do rag activity versus a, a Kleso. Whoa, day. we got one more. Jeremiah, you making my editing job really hard, it was, it was, dude. It was, I'm gonna tell y'all this. He's doing Santa Claus. Ho ho ho. <laughs> nah, that ain't working. That's not working. No, but it was a part thing. when he said the <laughs> other word, the the word, and it got it edited out. So I was like, oh, okay, so. Cause it, it didn't I make sense. He called his mom that. Cause he said y'all something about my mom. I ain't I gonna call just, your mother I that. Just, I think it was just an ad lib, but it was very. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what y'all got, man? What you got, Ryan? I guess you know what. I'm gonna pretend like he was saying whoa, 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 so that we're good. If the radio stations come and be like, well, no, nah, he was saying whoa, whoa, whoa. He can say anyway. Oh. Um, oh, oh. I'm going a Cleso on that. Cleso got whoa. In. I'm teaching yeah. my kids phonics. I know how the H word sounds. <laughs> I'm talking about for them to say, oh, oh. Um, no, I knew I knew what he was saying though. But why would he say that about his mama? Hey man, these kids. He are crazy. thought he heard the hooks these and was like, yo, run with that. Crazy. We have no idea why. Um <laughs> I thought the baby Keem song was terrible. Terrible. Um, I got a class on this. Easy. He sounds like he's catching every other bar instead of like this got some Coyla Ray vibes to it. I <laughs> 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 right, I'll go with a Cleso too. I like that. It looked like it is another wash. Like Cleso online too. This I've never I don't remember back to back washes. All right, that's two zero. He took that round too. All right. Um, it's round three. We're gonna start off with Baby King first. This time, um, this is called Range Brothers. Here we go. Then I, then I move. I be wanna see me whole gang on TVPG, my relay. Turning down tops on the top. That remind me of the old days. Sneaking in with the best days past with the all in hunt for the poet. I'm a young poetic. I just go at it. I'm poetic. You can add my mom, we poetic. I was raised in the project, we can go at it. I can't wait no time on a co edit. Bro, cold, me and dad count through seven figures. Raise around bottles and dope fiends. On the high seasons, the day I turned 16. 740. All right, that was Baby King Range Brothers. This is a Kleso Black Klansman. Here we go.
right, that was um Akleso with Black Klansman versus Baby King Range Brothers. Who y'all going? Toss. <laughs> <laughs> right. What 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 went wrong, uh, Mr. Bro Christian? What happened? The yelling. Uh wasn't in the mood for it. <laughs> wasn't in the mood for it. Uh um the Baby Keen song, that one sounded better, oh. but it sounded unfinished. Right? Something happened. What happened? It was alive. I think they said we were buffering and then. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll I can not hear it'll that espresso. Okay. Yeah, it was some stuff. Um, but it felt, it felt unfinished. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I could tell there's talent there. I just it just didn't it just didn't sound finished. So yeah, um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the toss as well. Toss it up. <laughs> They're like, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just my internet. I don't know what to do about that. What do we do now? You gonna wipe your nose, boy? Um, let's see. Wow. Um, I was gonna say Baby King. I was gonna give it to him. All right, so what's that? Well, we don't know what they would have voted because you have to skip them. What you got? Um, I had Range Brothers, Baby King. Y'all both had tossed, so so it's you, Baby King. Yeah, Baby King got on the board. Are we gonna do the rest of this? Yeah, yeah. keep going. No, all right, man. Oh, wow, we just. This is the our three opinions. All right, here we go. This is round four. A Cleso, um, worst year. Here we go. These boys be goofy. They be hot like Simon Ultra. My mama told me life is hard, but break them boulders. I'm from a place where they told six to show they grown up. I cannot give. I cannot quit. I cannot fold up. I looked high and low. I was mighty low. Walking on this earth is like Geronimo. Felt beside me though. Who's up? All right, that was a Klesso with Worst Year. This is Coco by Baby Keem. Here we go. Two freaks in the club, but they attitude trash. You know, the poor boy, so the ops down bad. Baby Keem in the cut, she know that's a hefty tag. I just put the whole 702 on my back. You ain't coming home with us. Lean on your ass. I might throw a hundred ones. Please don't be mad. Tip attack, going back and forth is not my passion. Took a trip to Perry to post another caption. There's too much liquor, I get it. Steakhouse taking out. Alright, that was Coco by Baby King versus a Klesso worst year. Since I already used my toss, I'll go Baby King on this one. Baby. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna think I think I'm gonna go Baby Keem as well on that. By a hair. It wasn't it wasn't a big margin. Okay. Wow, just the three of us. I was um I was gonna go worst year. That's two to one. Ooh. So now it's now tied two two. It's tied two two. All right. So like I said, it's two two right now. We're gonna start off with um we're gonna start off at Klesso, Florida State of Mind. Here we go. They wanna go catch a body. Yeah, I be ducking. Yeah, I be ducking. 
Klesso with um, Florida State of Mind. This is Baby King. This is round five, by the way. Um, trademark USA. Here we go. My brand new shit. Yeah, duh. Hold up, blood. Hold up, cub. Hold up, sis. Hold up. LLC the Glock. And I LLC my shit. Cash need the rock. I go crazy on my kids. Had to tell my grandma sit back. She's got her house and car. She's off the list. Talking about he rich but barely is. Eight figures. Jumping off the stage and took the kids. Single out the shooter. Take the shooter to the blitz. Jumping out. All right, that was Trademark USA by Baby Keem versus Eccleso's Florida State of Mind. Y'all going with? Yeah, they actually missed two rounds. So, yeah, y'all have to see what happened when y'all were gone during those two rounds <laughs> Baby when we Keem. released the video. What was that? Baby Keem? Baby Keem. You yeah. like that song? Oh. He had the Kendrick voice It sounded like something from the South, so yeah. Florida State of Mind, doesn't uh, I don't know. I don't get that I at all, right? Um, I, I thought that Baby King. King song sounded wrong. It sounded wrong. I, I didn't get what? it. Wrong, like it was wrong. Like somebody was pressing the wrong notes on the keyboard. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with Klesso on that one. Klesso. Um, I'm gonna go with a Klesso too. So it's two one. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what it looks like. These 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 two rounds are critical. This this tied right now. So whatever happens. Uh-oh, uh oh, super chat. Super chat. Woo. Sure you want to stand clutch, out from man. everybody else. Super chats are clutch, man. Um. All right. Yeah, that's pretty much so it. So what's that? It's three one now. So, I guess it don't matter what they think. All right, so Klesso's <laughs> up. The, yeah, the final. He won that round. So now it's three two. Mmm. This is it. This is it. This is it. What? All right, I'm, here I'm we go. A feeling this may be a seven. This may be a seven. So go ahead and sign up for the universe now, because I'm predicting this one. All right, here we go. We're gonna start off with um, Baby King first. Family ties. Here we go. Drumming that. Drumming that. Chopper doing circles. It's a bird. Bird. Take him to the potty. He's a nerd. Pop, bow. I seen dead corners in the month. Birds. Pop, bow. Done politicking with the competition. What's the word? Put that on my mama. Eight in the process. Trying to take me toe through the progress. Tongue tied when the truth is an object. What's the pros and the cons of this next check? Wasn't nobody round up. Mm. All right, that was a that was Baby King Family Ties. This is a Klesso Halo. Here we go. Big boy rocking, big boy stopping. Been a big boy since my dad left. Yeah, I'm popping. Took some time off, but now a young bull dropping. Tired of me, crazy, don't talk to me. I got it, Lord. Looking like Gotti when I'm coming through. And if you disrespect my mama, you gon' get it too. I'm in the stoop with my foolies and we coming through. We gon' room that I need fire, yeah, we slide and we ride it out. Suicide the doors. R.I.P. my bro, yeah. 
Jeremiah would have let it drop. <laughs> he had 30 minutes, like 30 seconds like everybody else. All right, that was a cluster with Halo. Baby King, family ties. Who y'all going with? Oh, Baby Def King got one on the board. Super Jack. Definitely a cluster on that just because uh, the Baby King, that, that sound like y'all would have a better y'all would be more entertained by me sitting down just saying my name on a microphone over and over again <laughs> go to my spotify and, and give me monthly <laughs> listeners because that was terrible really that um, was terrible I, I got baby keem on that that song is huge it's a, it's it's the best thing i've ever heard him on so far um it's it's yeah it's it's better if if J jeremiah would have let eclesos drop then it was close but the Baby Keem song is better. I must be on a different round because I didn't hear anything <laughs> that was anything near music. That's funny. Um, I am going with Baby King. Baby King. I heard the videos fire. We we may need to react to that, Sean. We could do it. Uh, so you don't like them horns, Ryan? Them horns what? was triumphant. I didn't hear the horns. I heard his words. Oh, okay, that's where you messed up. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, you didn't vote based off the words. The whole song, bro. I thought right. Clesso was. Oh, a oh, Clesso online. So what that means is a three-three tie. Oh, is a three-three three tie between tie? us? No, but everybody. So so he online a Clesso. Mache had a Clesso. Oh, so a Clesso won DJ straight up. Deuce had Baby King. Me and you had Baby King, and Ryan had a Clesso. So it ended up being a wow. toss round. So a Clesso won that? three to two. Three to two. Yeah. Wow. That's All the right. way it should have happened. <laughs> well, I thought they were pretty close as far as, well, no, that's not true. A Clesso won. Clesso had better production, too. Except oh, for the yeah, last one. Sure. Except for the last one. What? Yeah. That last one was awesome. That was actually the only song I liked from Keem. Wow. I thought he was better. Based on that song, I thought he was better than what I thought. Yeah. I didn't like any of the rest of them. <laughs> anyway. Rage uh, Brothers was pretty good. Coco was pretty good, too. Let's get to the round seven for the official universal jump over there. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Sorry about the little thing. I don't know what happened. But um, anyway, we'll piece it together. We'll make it available so you can see the whole thing. All right, you in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Now, I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully, you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go.